the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Powered by Advantage Homebuyer. With SRN News, I'm Greg Clugston in Washington. Two coronavirus vaccines have now been authorized for use in the United States. Last week it was Pfizer, now it's Moderna. NIH Director Dr. Francis Collins says the arrival of these two vaccines marks a turning point in the battle against COVID-19. Between Pfizer and Moderna, we should have enough doses just this month of December to immunize the first 20 million people in what we hope will be a big push uh, to get this terrible virus behind us, although that will take many more months to get to all Americans. The new Moderna vaccine doses are set to arrive Monday. The U.S. had another record day of cases. Johns Hopkins researchers are reporting a record 249,000-plus new cases in one day, and an additional 2,800 people died nationwide. Meanwhile, some states not getting as many doses as promised. Mike Gallagher sees a fight in the future. Everybody's got their own right to chart their own course, and the government's not going to tell us how we can live our life. I know people don't like to hear that, but, you know, we're going to have to navigate these waters and see what happens if companies aren't going to allow people in the building if they don't have proof of vaccination, which is a frightening thing and uh, something we're going to need to tackle. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot intelligent radio whether you're listening from outside the twin cities or in am 1280 the patriot my name is brian and for the weather today it's going to be a high of 26 degrees and cloudy our offices and studios are adorned with red white and blue lights to show our pride and country and festive cheer drive by sometime and take a look on cliff road in egan just off highway 77 red white and blue christmas decorations powered by roof to deck decoration The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The shining, proud spot of red in the sea of dismal, dingy institutional blue. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info, which is approaching its 19th birthday in just a little over a month and a half now. Uh, Every weekday morning, just about every weekday morning since 2002, I have been well, uniquely rendering my version of the world out there, and I have been blessed with an audience many orders of magnitude larger than I would have ever expected when I kicked things off. I expect an audience of maybe five per day for a while, and here I am yet again, uh, having parlayed that into this very show, which is uh, coming up in March on its 17th anniversary on the air, longer by a good chunk than my actual original radio career was that I used uh, to to as a justification to get this show at the first pay, place back in uh, about this time in, in 2003 and 2004. Anyway, I'm here along with uh, my colleagues, Brad Carlson, uh, heard every Sunday from 1 to 3, or right here on AM 12A, The Patriot, and King Banyan, heard every Saturday morning from 9 to 11 on her sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. So we have been doing this almost literally for a generation now. I mean, I kid you not, back when I first started doing this show, and this blows my mind just talking about the the passage of time, but uh, there were some high school kids. Actually, it was was brought to my attention by a uh, parent and longtime listener of the show, who had high school kids in a western suburban school district at the time, 
who pointed out that, yeah, you've got a fair number of listeners at uh, at this Western Suburban High School. And I thought, well, shut your mouth. High school kids, people in their teens listening to a bunch of four-year-old fellas doing a, a talk show. Uh, that struck me as, as implausible. And yet, over the years, I have run into a fair number of people, then and now, who said, yeah, you're right. My teenage uh, neighbor listens to you. My uh, my my kids' friends are tuned in on the regular. It's been gratifying to note, uh, somewhat less gratifying to note, that those 17-year-olds who were listening to us in 2004, I'm just doing the math in my head here right now. Let's see, 17 plus 16. They're 33 years old right now. They're off well off and on into their careers. They are uh, uh, living adult lives, presumably, being conservative kids, they are no doubt living adult lives. I'm, I'm assuming most of them haven't moved in with their parents and uh, curled up in a safe space. Fingers crossed and God willing. But it's just a, one of those things that shows that, my good Lord, time does fly uh, when you're having fun, as indeed I have been. I, I say half in jest, half complete seriously, that uh, completely seriously, that uh, the worst day on the air is better than the best day off the air. And I'm only kidding so much. By the way, time flies when you're having fun. I imagine it drags terribly when you're not, when you're having the opposite of fun. Perhaps in prison uh, for a crime, well, any kind of crime at all. I mean, I imagine if you do something that warrants and that, that you actually did that warrants the state incarcerating you for some length of time, I would imagine, and it is just imagination at this point, God willing, that uh, it is some of the most onerous way one can spend one's time unless one is truly, truly warped by the experience and, and becomes one of those people who, who is more comfortable in prison. I digress. If you're in prison for a crime you didn't commit or about whose commission or the extent of one's commission, there are grave, perhaps dispositive doubts, that may be the slowest passage of time at all. I'm familiar personally with a case of a man who spent 22 years on death row uh, for a crime. He It was shown later on he could not have committed. Uh, it's a long story. It's a long involvement. I don't go into a lot of details on it, but I had some peripheral involvement in a case of this fellow who was accused and convicted of rape and murder, spent 22 years on death row. And then got kicked loose out onto the street because, well, the district attorney at the time had hid exculpatory evidence, which is one of the reasons I, for all the reasons I support the death penalty, there is one I oppose it, and that is the inevitability of executing the innocent. That has to be the longest time that, 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 that flies the slowest, that is the least fun. Not far behind there is uh, spending years and years in prison for a murder that you, it appears either you didn't commit or in whose role you were grossly overcharged. I, I noticed this on television this uh, past week, actually uh, yesterday, uh, earlier. No, it was earlier in the week. Sorry, we're talking uh, Monday, Monday or Tuesday here. Minnesota's pardon board on Tuesday granted a reduced sentence to Mayan Burrell, a black man who was sentenced to life in prison as a teen. For a high-profile murder case, Burrell's sentence was commuted to 20 years in prison following a proposal made by Governor Tim Waltz. Burrell had already served 18 years of his 20-year sentence. Under the plan approved by the board, Burrell will serve the remainder of the sentence under supervised release. Burrell left prison Tuesday night around 6.30 in the evening. Burrell's case made headlines earlier this year after the AP and American public media uncovered new evidence and serious flaws in the police investigation into the 2002 killing of an 11-year-old girl, Taisha Edwards, who was hit by a stray bullet while doing homework in her dining room table. Let's repeat that key phrase there. Media people actually doing their job <laughs> uh, <clears throat> uncovered new evidence and flaws in the police investigation. Uh, leading to 18 years ago, his conviction uh, for having a role in the killing of Taisha Edwards. By the way, for those of you who weren't around or weren't paying attention to the news in 2002, 
She was a, a young African-American girl up on the north side, I believe, who uh, was killed when a bullet from a nearby unrelated gunfight sailed through the flimsy wall of her house and killed her as she was sitting doing her homework in her kitchen. Uh, further proving, by the way, uh, something that was told to me by a Minneapolis cop back in 1986 when I first started covering gang warfare as a freelancer. Uh, back in the day. And a Minneapolis cop told me, uh, he said, the safest place to be in a gang fight is the target. Most dangerous place to be is minding your own business 45 degrees off the line of fire, probably on a different floor. Uh, This happened, by the way, after a young boy was hit, uh, who fit that description, 45 degrees off the line of fire, uh, sitting in an upstairs apartment, minding his own business, got hit in the back, paralyzed for life as far as i know uh and by the way no gang members were harmed in the carrying out of that episode anyway by the way burrell spoke before the board of pardons on tuesday in a zoom hearing pleading his innocence in the killing of taisha edwards a black sixth grader who was shot inside her family's uh, south minneapolis home burrell was 16 when he was sentenced but has always maintained his innocence while in prison Burrell says he stayed out of trouble, kept a job, kept in contact with his family, made an effort to help others, and on and on. By the way, uh, it, it was a pivotal event uh, for the North Side African-American community who turned it into a, a sense of outrage that did, in fact, make a, an impact on what had been a pretty epic crime wave on the North Side then. Uh, actually, a crime wave that up until this last year, was the worst Minneapolis had seen. Uh, of course, 2021 is, is around the corner, and we have a city council that is still playing student senate. I, I bring it up at this point, because we'll talk about crime in Minneapolis in a moment here. But I, I saw the Burrell story covered in a number of local television, by a local number of local television stations, uh, by the newspapers, by the Associated Press, by by just about everyone in the legit mainstream media. And they covered all of the facts of the case. I mean, the fact that that Burrell was 16 years old at the time. He was charged as an adult, as befit the passions of the community at the time. Uh, and, and it was a serious crime. I mean, an 11-year-old girl being killed accidentally uh, is, is a horrible thing. I, I, like <laughs> Captain Obvious has spoken here. Terrible, terrible thing. Uh, they mentioned the fact that uh, investigative reporting by media who who actually, since no Republicans were involved, they actually felt the, uh, the, the compulsion to do the job they're supposed to do and hold government accountable to a certain point. It actually happened. They may have actually done some good to an extent. They they had all of the specifics of the story, the who, the what, the when, the where, the why, the how. Uh, and by the way, I mean, the timing was interesting. The questions about Burrell's case surfaced just before the George Floyd incident. Uh, and, and by the way, uh, it's interesting that Burrell said uh, the same store at which the Floyd episode took place could have provided exculpatory evidence uh, for him had surveillance tapes he claims, been pulled at the time. And by the way, we have no re- little reason to doubt him at this point. Police didn't do that, as, by the way, was pointed out rather damningly by the AP and American public media. They got, I mean, all of the coverage got just this amazing panoply of fact about the Burrell case. With one exception, one absolutely uniform exception, We got the who, the what, the when, 18 years ago, the where, South Minneapolis, the why, the how. We're missing one fact. We're missing a fact that really the Minnesota media is absurd enough in its treatment, its disparate treatment of, of different sides of the political aisle, where it's almost comically predictable, almost too cliche to bother with. And yet there it is. Everything was in the story with one key exception. The district attorney 
the Hennepin County prosecutor at the time, who drove the shortcutting, the corner cutting, the 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 rushed and incomplete and frankly kangaroo courty aspects of the investigation into into Burrell that led to the apparently unjust incarceration of the 16-year-old for 18 years of a 20-year sentence, uh, which, by the way, was actually a life sentence. Who was that person? Why, none other than Senator Amy Klobuchar, who was apparently untouchable to the entire Twin Cities media. Not a word. I yelled at my TV louder than I'm yelling at you, or really the void, right now. <sighs> Much more when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. <laughs> Uh, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us at Radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple, too. Listen to The Patriot on the free Radio.com app. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. I grew up Pope, which is even worse than being poor. From poor to CEO, the incredible journey of Herman Cain. My American dream entailed working hard and making $20,000 a year. But I surpassed that goal and became a corporate CEO. The story of one man's amazing journey from a poor, undereducated family to the highest levels of corporate, social, and political America. I didn't have to be taught work ethic. I saw it firsthand, and it had a big impression on me. From poor to CEO, the amazing true story of the American dream that will inspire and motivate you and your family to live your best life. We'll all be able to say the movie from poor to ceo the incredible journey of herman kane available at salemnow.com visit salemnow.com and use promo code minneapolis to save 20 percent blue ox heating and air legendary service install and repair we'll fix anything with legendary care to make sure you have heat all winter long blue ox heating and air is offering you a legendary 49 dollars furnace tune-up a fully trained and certified Blue Ox technician will clean your furnace and make sure it's running efficiently. If it needs repair, the tune-up fee counts toward the cost. Also, ask about the Blue Ox no-breakdown guarantee. Certain restrictions apply. Visit GoBlueOx.com for details. AM 1280, The Patriot, and iHeartRadio. They go together like freedom and the Second Amendment. Listen at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call should you care to join me. And let's just have you join me. Do it. I'm also on uh, Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. It's N-A-R-N Show. Also on Parlor at um, the at sign is Mitchell P. Berg. That's two L's, one P, Berg, B-E-R-G. So join us. Through the chill of winter, we are here. Hopefully a frozen lake. Hey, by the way, the big event right now uh, for the next week or so is uh, if your son or a daughter is interested in attending online college prep school, go to Salem Career Hub between now and January 5th. Enter once a day and uh, join. Get on it. 
651-289-4488, the number to call uh, should you care to join me. And by the way, I love hearing from each and every one of you. So by the way, give us a call. Love to hear from you. Now, the big subject I think I'm going to be talking about over the next year uh, on this show, off and on, not like every single week, but uh, the whole idea, uh, can democracy in America with a small D survive? Can a representative republic survive? Uh, not just wolves, but the, the entire notion of a representative republic. And Dennis Prager, who you perhaps you've heard of him, he's on you know, the air from, from uh, 11 to 2 every weekday here at AM 12A, The Patriot. He's a great influence on my life, and I trust he could be to you, to you as well. He he makes a great point. I just heard this the other day, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I guess, not just the other day. But he said, and and in his his uh, he does an hour every week on he calls it the the male female hour, the man woman hour, or something to that effect. Uh, I don't get to listen much during the week, but it's it's a an hour a week on relationships, and he made a point that is just so absolutely crystal clear and, and obvious that relationships can provide, survive a lot of things up to and including infidelity. I mean, there's any number of relationships I've known out there who've survived one partner or perhaps both cheating on the other, and they've managed to make amends and rededicate themselves to, to succeeding as a couple. It can happen. Not often, but it can happen. But Prager points out, and this is just a brilliant point, one thing no relationship can uh, survive is contempt for each other or even just one party's contempt for the other. It's it's impossible to survive it. I mean, if the contempt survives, the, the relationship won't. There's only room in a relationship for one, genuine appreciation or contempt. And the, the, only one or the other can survive long uh, in the form of a relationship. I don't think it's a big stretch to see that to say and to to see and to observe that's the same for societies. That a society that has contempt for each other uh, can't survive as a coherent, unified society without some major adjustments and. Our founding fathers, being smarter than anyone in government today, made those adjustments for us. Uh, That whole notion of federalism allowed people living in different parts of the country to coexist, at least under a loose federal framework that allowed them to to coexist, at least politically together, and let them live their lives otherwise. Well, federalism is on the ropes these days, and we're going to talk more about that later on in the broadcast. But it's one of three things that I want to talk about in, in some depth this coming year. One of them is the contempt that part of our society feels for the other. Actually, it's been it, it's been a, a it's been a, a a theme in this show for quite some time. Uh, as Dennis Prager once said, again another great saying from Dennis Prager: uh, Conservatives think progressives are wrong. Progressives think conservatives are evil. And of course, you think someone is evil. That's certainly an ultimate uh, form of contempt, not just on a personal level, but on a moral level. So uh, societies, like any relationship, can't would have a very hard time surviving contempt. They certainly have a hard time surviving differences. I mean, as Prager again points out, the United States is more different from itself now politically than it was in 1861. And you know this because when the South broke away from the North over the issue of slavery, an issue that had been papered over temporarily by the notion of federalism, allowing slave states and free states to coexist with each other, the 1619 Project somehow never got around to mentioning that, the, uh, they, they went off and formed a government that was very similar to the government they had broken away from in terms of being a federalist system with enumerated rights and enumerated powers and a strong sense of individual liberty and power. Now, if you think that a, a national government that broke away from the United States formed by, say, uh, some combination of Gavin Newsom, Andrew Cuomo, uh, Tide Pod Evita, and Bernie Sanders would form a government that's anything like 
that which was founded in 1789 with the ratification of the United States Constitution. I'd love to hear your case for that. I'm not seeing that. I am seeing something that at best would look a little bit like Sweden for a while, (laughs) not for long, and then the rest of the country breaking away perhaps into a couple of other variants of what we currently have in America. So we have vast differences now. And the other thing that, that I wonder about our surviving, uh, surviving is our complete inability to trust our institutions. Now, one great episode of our grounds for not being able to trust our institutions is a criminal justice system that doesn't treat everyone the same. Of course, we saw the, the, the idea that our justice system doesn't treat African-Americans the same as it does everyone else certainly has been very much at the tip of everyone's mind for the last oh, eight, seven, eight months here now since the, the George Floyd episode and all the other episodes that led to the rise of Black Lives Matter as a political force. But there's another one, perhaps even more toxic and more far-reaching I want to discuss when we come back. But first... Let's take a call. St. Louis Park. Mark, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You are on the air. Mitch, thanks for taking my call, and I can't wait to hear your next segment. I'm, I'm a segment too late, but I just got in at, at the end of the last segment. And I just wanted to um, also state that for the Star Tribune to uh, glorify what happened in the Theresa Edwards Mur- uh, the Burrell case on the front page was outrageous. The two most important entities in that case, her family... And then Hennepin County prosecutors disagreed. They yeah. believe he's, he should be put in jail. The two most important entities, and the Star Tribune uh, celebrates that. And, uh, and uh, that's that just my comment. I was furious. Yeah, I, the, the, the coverage of the entire episode, especially after the conviction, has, has been infuriate, infuriating. And, yeah, I... I, anyway, getting a, a conviction like that for a uh, emotional open sore like a murder, uh, like a killing, like like that of Taisha Edwards, is uh, is difficult. Getting a conviction overturned, or even it wasn't overturned; it was commuted to just shy of time served. Actually, time served plus a couple of years on supervised release. It is entirely possible that further appeals will uh, wind up with the record being exonerated and expunged. That being said, if you accept the pardons commission uh, at, at at face value, and for now I have no legitimate factual reason not to, if you are Mayan Burrell or people who see the world as, as he and his supporters do, you might legitimately think that if you're facing a justice system that uh, it can railroad a 16-year-old boy and and jink the case to enable such railroading uh, successfully then you're uh, th- then you're facing a system that is stacked we'll get used to it folks the uh because there, <laughs> it's not the only episode uh, of uh, there being two minnesotas to sort of parallel the phrase that John Edwards used once upon a time, saying there are two Americas. In his case, he was saying rich and poor. In this case, I'm about to discuss here for the next uh, few moments and probably into the next segment, uh, yet another instance of there being two Minnesotas with two different standards of justice. Uh, And this is a case that I believe a certain blogger and weekend talk show host may have predicted exactly this happening Six months ago, a Minnesota court uh, recently agreed to an uncommon approach. By the way, this is from uh, Unicorn Riot, which is a left-leaning alternative media operation that basically is famous for covering riots. Uh, But it jibes with my predictions. A Minnesota court recently agreed to an uncommon approach to resolving criminal charges filed after a statue of Christopher Columbus was pulled over at the Minnesota State Capitol on June 10th, 2020. Now, you may recall this episode. I discussed this at the time. And, and well, if you recall, I'm fairly certain that this was the denouement, as they say, that I had predicted at this point. Because Ramsey County Chief Judge Leonardo Castro accepted the restorative justice approach 
proposed by the Ramsey County Attorney's Office. Under the arrangement, a suspended prosecution would end in no conviction for Defendant Mike Forcia. But that's not it. Oh, no, there is much more to the case than that. (laughs) We'll be back with the rest, because if you believe that justice should have somewhat equal effect for equal crimes and equal offenses for different people, well, you're going to yak up your skull. Go nowhere. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Get into the spirit at thefishtwincities.com. Tune in now for the soundtrack of the season, supported by Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. Listen in with the free Fish Twin Cities app. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant closure. Closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-775-4514. 800-775-4514. That's 800-775-4514. Is your child struggling in school? Get the help you need now at half price with a voucher from Sylvan Learning. Students in Sylvan's personalized tutoring program typically see up to two to three times more growth in scores than other kids. Now get a $2,500 Sylvan Learning voucher for just $1,250 through this special offer from Sylvan in this station. Only two left. Go to the station's website, click on the More tab and Half Price Offers, or call the station now at 651-289-4413. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony Madrid. Staff Sergeant Smith. I'm Staff Sergeant Alex I'm Staff Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member of... And I'm proud to serve in the United States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, or you can join me on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. For that matter, you can tune in via iHeart, the iHeart app, or via the radio.com app, or our favorite one of all, the AM 12A, The Patriot app, which not only gets you streaming live with AM 12A, The Patriot 24-7, but when you come to our events, when we start having events again... That's how you ask questions of the various stars. So if you don't get the AM 12A the Patriot, you will be safe. And you don't want to play the fool. Do exactly what we expect. Download the AM 12A the Patriot app. 
651-289-4488, the number to call. Uh, by the way, I mentioned that already, didn't I? Anyway, love to hear from you. So before the break, we were talking about the, the dual standard of justice. A Minnesota court recently agreed to a uncommon approach to resolve criminal charges filed after uh, Christopher Columbus's statue was toppled at the Minnesota Capitol on June 10th, 2020. Now, the story, well, at least the poll quote that I made from it, is uh, it, it doesn't tell the whole story. Now, this, and perhaps it doesn't have to. If you've listened to this broadcast, you know exactly what happened. It, on June 10th of last summer, a group of peaceful protesters gathered on the steps of the Minnesota State Capitol and explicitly pulled over the statue. Now, it's a statue that is, like all references to Christopher Columbus, that has been something of a, a uh, what do you call, a, a, a rallying point for Native American activists over the last few, uh, in recent years. Uh, and this is not a new thing, by the way. I mean, this is one of the more hilarious and pointed episodes of The Sopranos going back almost 20 years right now. It's, uh, this is, this is, it's, it's been, the issue's been around for a while. What makes it interesting is that Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan, uh, who in some ways may be the real governor of Minnesota, I mean, she is the, uh, the, 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 uh, what do you call, the, the representative of the far-left progressive wing of the party that uh, Governor Waltz had to absorb into his ticket to get support from the far-left, which is really in control here in Minnesota in every possible way. Lieutenant Governor Flanagan identifies as Native American, a member of one of the tribes, and and is, is listed as one of the foremost Native Americans in Minnesota politics. Don't know uh, what the exact nature of her heritage is, and I don't have to care. It doesn't matter. Uh, it's one of those things that, that you can claim and I have no reason to, to question her on it. What I do have reason to question her on is this. One of her few actual duties as a lieutenant governor, because there really aren't that many. I mean, try and name the last few uh, lieutenants governor. I mean, I, I think we saw it during the height of the Dayton administration how well, the Dayton administration, bad example, because uh, the lieutenant governor in, in all cases basically did all the governing. I, I'm fairly sure that's the case. Uh, Peggy Flanagan likely not doing the actual executive branch work for Governor Klink, but on the other hand, has a disproportionate influence uh, on getting him into office and in two years keeping him there. We'll see how that works. But one of her few legitimate actual jobs as a lieutenant governor is that she is on the Capital Architecture Committee. There's a committee of executive and legislative branch people who basically see to the architecture and the decoration and the, the stuff that is on the Capitol grounds and in the Capitol. I mean, this is the committee that decides what paintings go where, what statues go where, what statues we install, which statues we take down. And in that role, indeed, in her capacity as, as one with a highly disproportionate uh, impact on how that committee works, she had it in her power to enact the due process that would lead to the removal of a disputed statue like that of Christopher Columbus. That was literally her job. One of very few she actually has. And she spoke out to some extent or another in various meetings in, in minutes that were recovered uh, after the pulling down of the statue. She did speak out against the statue, but she launched no process to remove it per se, that anyone's found, certainly not that's been documented in any minutes of any Capital Architecture Committee meetings. But along comes Michael Forcia, who is a Native American activist who very pointedly accepted all responsibility for the vandalism on the Capitol grounds, which, by the way, occurred under the full view of a number of state patrol who had... I'm going to just go on a limb here and guess, had a bunch of conservatives gone out and pulled over the statue of the thoroughly loathsome uh, Floyd Olson, 
who, by the way, is, is, is say what you will about Governor Klink and his authoritarian streak, uh, but Floyd Olson was the real thing. I mean, if Minnesota had a had a little Mussolini in the executive office, it would be Floyd Olson. I mean, the guy was an out and out socialist. He he actively oppressed people who who disagreed with him. He cracked down on journalists who criticized him. This was back, of course, when the Twin Cities media was largely Republican by the standards of the time. So there was that. There was actually a, a hostile or at least inquisitive media that asked questions 80 years ago in this state. But I'm going to go out on a limb, and it's not much of a limb. Actually, it's a very, very thick limb in stating that I don't think if a bunch of us went over and pulled over the statue of the utterly loathsome Floyd Olson or made motions like we were about to, that the state patrol would stand by and just let it happen. Not that any of us would do it, because we tend to believe that we're a nation uh, ruled by laws, not people. Seems quaint, but it's what we have to shoot for here, as it were. But Mike Forcia, and let's not kid ourselves, it was more than Mike Forcia, because we know this because it was visible on tape. We, we, we saw it with our own eyes through the, the lens of the local media. It was it was a group effort, no two ways about it. But somehow this Mike Forcia, a conveniently a Native American activist, was allowed to give a bid on a bid, a plead, a plea uh, on behalf of all of the other peaceful protesters. <coughs> Sorry, I'm having a hard time swallowing something. And quote, accept the consequences. What sounds like a real profiling courage. Until you read the plea deal that was actually entered into, which, well, let's put it this way. Do you remember the old Monty Python Life of Brian movie? It was a, it was a, it was a comic parody of of the of, of the of the uh, of the story of Christ. Sounds blasphemous, and there's a lot of arguments about it at the time. But there's. There's an episode where Brian, who was mistaken by some for the Messiah, we don't need to go into the story. Some would have considered objectionable, others hilarious. It's, by the way, not safe for work, but it's a brilliant movie. There's an episode where Brian is painting anti-Roman graffiti on a wall. And a, by the way, Graham Chapman played Brian, and he's caught by a Roman centurion played by John Cleese. Who's a, who basically makes him correct his grammar, Latin grammar, his atrocious Latin grammar, and makes him write Romans go home in proper Latin grammar. Uh, makes him, like any good Latin teacher, uh, do the declensions of the various verbs and nouns and, and the cases and so forth. And then, just to reinforce the lesson, makes him write it a hundred times all over this wall, Romans go home. The... It seems like satire. Well, it is satire. Except that here you have the real thing uh, in, in real life. John Choi's office, uh, the, the, the plea deal that was entered into allows Mr. Forcia to serve out his punishment for vandalizing state property, for destroying something outside the bounds of due process by going out into the schools and lecturing students on all the evils visited upon Native Americans by Whitey. In other words, it would be a little bit like me going out and leading a group of you in pulling over a statue of the abominable Floyd uh, Olson and being sentenced to going on the radio and talking about the evils of Floyd Olson. I quote, we cannot ignore that the act in this case was an act of civil disobedience, said Assistant County Attorney Corey uh, in the sentencing hearing. Punishment would not further the goals of uniting community or achieving justice in these circumstances. Quote, accountability in this case was acknowledged by consensus will be community service said the assistant county attorney to Judge Castro via Zoom. And as if not to make it 
even more Babylon B-worthy, the defendant, to the extent that he had to defend anything, Mike Forcia, told Unicorn Riot, quote, teaching is exactly what I wanted from day one. Quote, the people must be educated on the ugly birth of this country. When we know the truth, we will be free. So this is the standard of justice that part of Minnesota gets. If you color outside the lines, if you destroy state property, but in the service of a cause that is officially agreed to by the DFL, the ultimate arbiters of justice in this state, then your, quote, sentence will fit your goal. Otherwise, well... Let's go try and pull over that statue of Floyd Olson and see what happens, shall we? No? Well, we'll be back with more Northern Alliance AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. Be right back. When it's out in your hands. AM 1280, The Patriot. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot, with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Mike Gallagher thrilled to be co-hosting the Stand with Israel tour again in 2021. This tour of the Holy Land will bring us face-to-face with one of the country's most important allies and one of the most fascinating spiritual places on earth. More than a vacation, this is a bucket list trip. I personally want to invite you to join us. Register now, worry-free, no cancellation fees, and full refunds up until May 8th. Call 855-565-5519, 855-565-5519, or go to StandWithIsraelTour.com, StandWithIsraelTour.com. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed. Also, the Army National Guard's education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. In an era of fake news and misleading headlines, turn to a leader in accurate reporting, townhall.com. Get caught up with today's top stories, find brilliant commentary from our columnists, and have a laugh with our political cartoons at townhall.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488. Hey, don't forget, SalemNow.com is the best streaming platform out there, and it doesn't require a monthly fee. So you can watch movies like Uncle Tom, Selfie Dad, No Safe Spaces, the Patterns of Evidence series, all of them on demand. Plus, Dennis Prager's The Holy Land Experience, and Ask a Jew, Ask a Gentile. Plus, archive video from the War for America's Soul Tour, live music, Oh, let's not forget, uh, yeah, No Safe Spaces alone uh, worth going out and checking it out. Just go to SalemNow.com. It's a place to go for all of the great backlash of conservative entertainment. 
Check it out. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. I will be, by the way. I'm going to be checking out No Safe Spaces again here this weekend here because that movie, I don't know if you if you haven't seen No Safe Spaces. First of all, why? Why not? Come on. I, I don't want to nag you, but if you haven't seen this movie yet, you need to. It, it should inform you about what we have to fear and the challenge we face and the opportunities that exist for this next generation. Because let's not forget the people who were college age, high school and college age bobbleheads in the 1960s buying into all of the whole counterculture nonsense turned into uh, the warriors for Ronald Reagan 40 years ago. And uh, one of these days, if, if those of us out there who can convince them of the error of their ways stay true to the course, who knows, the backlash to the current uh, moral vacuum that is being left out there could be epic. At least we certainly have to, to, to hope so. So thesis is this. Democracy cannot survive having us or will have a very hard time surviving. And by the way, when I say democracy, I mean with a small d, not 50% plus one vote. I mean representative government of any form, including our representative federal republic, will have a very hard time surviving three things. Uh, the one side having contempt for the other, part of the country having contempt for each other, having drastic differences in the way they approach life, especially uh, political life, and not being able to trust their institutions. We've seen a couple of epic examples of how two different populations in this state can't trust their institutions, how uh, young Mayan Burrell could not trust Amy Klobuchar Yes, it was Amy Klobuchar, who was the Hennepin County attorney at the time. You, you'll l- watch the media long and hard for any evidence that that was the case uh, to to treat the case fairly uh, when you're in the middle of a situation where the, the government needs to demonize the right person to get the political result needed to show Amy Klobuchar as being tough on crime, going after that 16-year-old murder, no matter how many quarters you have to cut to get that verdict. And, of course, the difference in in application of justice, depending on if you're part of a uh, political view that is favored by the the current political class. Mike Forsia got a, quote, sentence, end quote, that was exactly what he was looking for. Try that yourself if you're a conservative anywhere out there. Uh, good luck with that. 651-289-4488. Let's go to the phones in Shoreview. Bob, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You are on the air. Uh, yes, I have one point. But as I was listening to you, I realized that the reason why the left has contempt for conservatives is that they believe that we're stupid, misled, ignorant. All the while, they don't realize that they are the ones that are being misled. And I say that is the root, the cause of their contempt for the right. Oh, yeah. I've been saying it for the last year or so. I mean, I mean, you, the, the problem with Minnesota Democrats, well, Democrats nationwide, that Minnesotans led the way, I think, is that they're just not critical thinkers. They accept what they are told by their political elite without a whole lot of question. There are good, I hate to use the term herd animals because that's rather degrading. Let's just say they're not really focused critical thinkers. Anyway, you are correct. I believe you to be absolutely correct on this. Hence uh, what I just said. Uh, so your your actual point, go right ahead. Uh, yes, uh, it's another quote by Dennis Prager, which you started out the broadcast with. Yep. Dennis says that the left fights little imaginary evils because they refuse to confront the big evils, the real evils. And I think being scared of this lifeless statue that can't do anybody any harm is a little imaginary evil. Oh, yeah. And by the way, it's not just uh, it's it's just not a, a, a gross uh, misdirection of priorities, as Prager points out. But it is also a, a way of preempting and deflecting from criticism of their own uh, of their own misdeeds and their own big evils. I mean, I, I've codified that for the last 15 years now as Berg's seventh law. Uh, to wit, and by the way, I, I I need to send this to Dennis Prager because I think there's some great let's say, assonance here, shall we say, a resonance. And that is, a uh, whenever you hear 
uh, a progressive attacking a conservative's morality and ethics and concern for liberty and freedom and, and due process and everything else, you may be assured that they are doing it to cover for something that they are doing themselves that is much, much worse. I mean, let's go straight to the, the Russia probe from four years ago. Uh, the the idea that Donald Trump was working in active connivance with Russian intelligence and with Vladimir Putin himself, which turned out to be a complete fraud, a complete hoax, a waste of, of a whole lot of people's energy and time and political effort, all comes back to the observation that the Democrats are pretty much it is becoming more and more apparent that a lot of Democrats are uh, basically puppets with their strings being pulled from Beijing. Hello, Eric Swalwell. Uh, so, yeah, when Eric Swalwell comes out to uh, nuke gun owners, it won't be an American nuke he used. It'll be a Chinese one. Uh, that came out this past week or so. The notion that uh, a Chinese intelligence agent had cultivated, shall we say, relationships and, well, relations, to put it very obliquely, with up-and-coming Democrats to cement, shall we say, uh, bonds uh, between the Chinese and them as they continued their up-and-coming trajectory uh, in American politics. And Eric Swalwell, by the way, was certainly up-and-coming for a bit. I mean, he he may be the only candidate who lasted less long in the in the primaries than uh, than than Kamala Harris. But uh, yeah, Berg's seventh law in full effect. They take away, may take uh, draw attention to a little evil or make one up completely to draw attention away from, or or to to re- deflect away from the need to look at the big evil. Russia is a pathetic country these days. They certainly do their best, and they bat above their weight in terms of disinformation and 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 messing up the situation in other countries. But they're in a demographic death spiral, and if it weren't for natural gas and weapons, they'd have no exports. Nobody wants anything they sell. Uh, China, on the other hand, quite the opposite, an up-and-comer, shall we say, for the moment. That may change. But, yes, let's focus on Putin and Trump so we don't focus on Xi Jinping. And the Biden family. Hey, by the way, we're going to be uh, talking when we come back with uh, <laughs> the Center for the, the American Commitment. You're going to be joining us talking about the fleecing of the American senior. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Our culture continues to struggle to find its footing. Heritage Christian Academy's footing remains secure. Jesus Christ is the cornerstone of all they do. See how a Bible-based academic education can support the values and teachings of your Christian home. Attend Prospective Family Information Night, January 12th at 7 p.m. Staff will be on hand for information, to answer questions, and conduct tours in a safe, no-contact environment. Space is limited. RSVP at heritageweb.org. That's heritageweb.org. What if the music stopped? If the familiar voices were silenced? If there were no breaking news updates? What if your companion and connection to your community came with a monthly fee? Don't worry. We're free local radio with you wherever you go. Celebrating 100 years and looking forward to the next 100. We are broadcasters. Text radio to 52886 and let Congress know you depend on your local TV and radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Warning, warning, warning. Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM 1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack. 
Hi, it's Keith Hitner Sr. here. Tune in on Sundays at noon for your Real Estate Chalk Talk, where we study the science of buying and selling real estate and the art of living in your home. Get the solid real estate facts you need from Keith Hitner Sr. and Keith Hitner Jr. of Colwell Banker Burnett and their team of experts. Tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk on AM 1280 The Patriot every Sunday at 12 noon. Brought to you by the Hitner Group, the number one Colwell Banker Group in the nation. Online at HitnerGroup.com. And tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk every Sunday at 12 noon on AM 1280 The Patriot. Do you need plumbing repairs? Call Paul Bunyan Plumbing and Drains now to get $72 off any repair or installation. If your faucet isn't flowing or your toilet isn't flushing, get it fixed today. One of their legendary technicians will come to your home and make sure your plumbing is working correctly. And you'll save $72 off the cost. Certain restrictions apply. For details, visit heypaul.com. AM 1280, The Patriot is...